much praise should we be giving our students in the studio? Now, this is something that was recently asked on a forum that I follow on Facebook, and I found the answers incredibly interesting. So today we're going to talk about praise, we're going to talk about its benefits and its pitfalls, and then we're going to talk about how to make sure that you're using praise in a way that is really building up your students' confidence. So let's dive right in. Welcome to the Music Mindfully Podcast with your host, Aliyah Elliott. This is a place where musicians come to get inspired, to conquer their fears, to overcome self-doubt, and learn to love their music and themselves a little more every day. Let's make music mindfully. Okay, my friends, I am so excited to talk about praise today when it comes to dealing with students in your studio. Now, maybe you're not a teacher and that's okay too. If you run any kind of rehearsal or work one-on-one with someone, then chances are you find yourself in a position where you could be or maybe will be withholding praise. So what do I mean by praise? Let's just outline that first. I mean any kind of positive affirmation where we are telling our student that they have done a good job. Now I mentioned at the very beginning of this podcast that the reason I wanted to cover this is because a question about praise was recently asked in a Facebook forum that I follow. Now as someone who literally in their studio mission statement, writes that my studio is a positive and enthusiastic zone for learning, I really enjoyed reading the responses from teachers. Not because everyone agreed with my viewpoint, but because it was so fascinating to see how people from different cultures around the world felt about praise. And even how people in different generations from me felt about praise. Now, some people like to be really tight-lipped about praise is what I learned. They don't want to over-encourage their student. They don't want their praise to come off as insincere. Now, I know that I am definitely guilty in my personal and my professional life of spewing phrases like, that's awesome, way to go, great job. And while those phrases are awesome and they definitely give a boost to whoever is on the receiving end of that compliment, it's lacking a really important thing that takes praise from being something that's just spewed out to being something really poignant and impactful for the recipient. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So, praise. Inherently, it is a good thing. If you think about when you were growing up, 
You received praise for literally everything. Yay, you peed in the potty. Good job. (laughs) Right? Thankfully, nobody claps for us anymore when we come out of the bathroom. But we are programmed to appreciate praise. And more than that, we're sort of programmed to find methods of being praised as well. Praise is an important part of our understanding how to function in a society. When we receive praise, it reinforces that the behavior we have just done is good. And that important reinforcement of a positive behavior helps us know what to do again so that we belong. We've talked before about this on my podcast. Belonging is a crucial part of our biological functioning. Once upon a time, if you didn't belong and you were kicked out of your social group, that meant that you didn't have protection. You didn't have people who were gathering food for you or helping provide shelter or childcare. So it was actually a life or death kind of situation when it came to whether or not you belonged. Now, thankfully, in today's world, most of us do not face these kind of challenges. If someone disagrees with us, well, guess what? We can go on the internet and find probably a hundred to a thousand more people who are going to back us up, no matter what our viewpoint is. So... When it comes to receiving praise in the studio, it is important that we as teachers are dishing it out, but in a way that reinforces the behaviors that we actually want the student to repeat. And how do we make sure that the student doesn't think that everything they've ever touched is golden? By being really specific. Saying, wow, that was amazing. You did so great. Is going to give them that boost that they're looking for. That hit of positive endorphins and that good feeling so that they know that whatever they've just done is great. But if we leave it there, then we are actually doing a disservice to our student. On the contrary, if your student completes their piece or their exercise or their theory homework and hands it over to you and all you say is, okay, or next, or you perhaps dive right into correcting all the little things, then the student isn't going to feel that sense of accomplishment. That sense of belonging and understanding that what they have just done is moving them closer to their goal. Because let's face it, it's not very often in my studio that one of my students does something for me and they aren't trying. My students are always trying. And even if it's a really 
rough day, if they're tired and they've gone through a lot that afternoon, right before they walk into the studio, I know that my students 99.999% of the time are really trying to make me happy. They're really trying to get better. And even when things go terribly wrong, maybe they start singing along with the accompaniment and they're in an entirely different key, or maybe they can't keep their beat steady, or maybe a song that they worked on last week is sounding like it's brand new today. It is still important in my mind that we acknowledge that they tried. Think about it. In your life, is everything you do great every single time you do it? No, of course not. Now, I have another question for you. When you were studying, and maybe you still are, and if you are, that is amazing. I am definitely a big uh advocate for continued learning, especially as professionals and even more so as educators. But that's a topic for another time. But as a student, how often do things flub in front of your teacher? I know that a lot of my students and a lot of my students' parents will tell me, Oh, they played this this morning before they went to school and it sounded absolutely fabulous. So I don't know what's happening today. And that's when I say, that's normal. That is totally normal for your students to make more mistakes when they are in the studio with you. You're, they're nervous. They want to impress you. You're their teacher. And they know that you know what you're listening for. So, for our students, even when things are a total train wreck, we need to find the silver lining. We need to help them see that their effort does not go unnoticed. Now, that does not mean that if something is a total disaster... That we say, wow, that was great. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) We can still acknowledge the things that need to be worked on. But we can say, wow, you did a great job of pushing through, of continuing on, even though you faced so many challenges in that run through. That is really good practice for when you're performing. Because sometimes when you're on stage, things go wrong. And we have to just sort of fake it till you make it. We can always Always find something to praise. Even if it's that, wow, you got those two notes and they were so beautifully played. That was a really special moment in your piece. Do you see? Do you see how even just that is going to allow the student to relax? To feel that they are being heard? And to feel that they are being nurtured. It is important, no matter how things are going in the lesson on that day, that we offer praise. 
and that we offer really specific praise. And if things are going amazingly and everything is awesome, then that's when we do the laundry list of lauds. Okay, we are going to laud all of their accomplishments. And I have gotten the pleasure of doing this so many times over the last number of weeks as my students have been getting ready for their local music festival competitions. Because at this point, they're ready. And I can sit and say, wow, that was amazing. You're so connected to your character. You're using the breath really, really well. I'm loving that I can hear all of your words and you're using your consonants in a way that really helps to tell the story. I can go on and on. But then I'm still providing specific feedback so that they know which behaviors I want them to repeat so that they understand what they are doing well so that it's much easier for us then to take a look at the things that need to be worked on. What happens when we do not provide that praise, especially right at the beginning after they've run through their piece, is that then students put up a wall. They can get defensive. They're not sure what we think. And I have to remind my students often that even though I'm their voice teacher and I'm a professional singer and I've got trained ears and that my goal is to help them and that means that we work on the things that aren't working so hot right now, that I am their voice's friend, not their voice's foe. And this is something that I tell my students often. Because they need to know that this is a safe space. This is a positive and enthusiastic zone for learning. And when we allow our students to feel that enthusiasm running through our veins and then being projected out as praise, then they are going to feel so much more accomplished. And you know what is better than sticker charts, than practice logs, than parent phone calls and emails for motivating student practice. Having students feel accomplished. When students feel like they are beating a dead horse or they don't feel like they are making progress or if that progress is feeling really slow and let's be honest sometimes it is and sometimes that's the way it has to be and that's okay too but we want our students to understand that as we are working they are going somewhere the journey that we all face as musicians is long it is a never-ending road and it's got a lot of bumps It's got a lot of steep climbs. And we are not going to continue that climb if we do not truly believe that we can get there. If we feel like we are sliding down the mountain rather than making progress upwards, then that is when you're going to have students who retaliate when they're asked to practice who quit even before they see 
their true potential. And that is why praise is undoubtedly the number one thing that you can do in your studio to help ensure your students' success. If they do not feel confident, if they do not feel safe, then your students are not going to progress. Because when we are in a fight or flight or freeze response, we are incapable of learning. We are closed off to new ideas because we are trying to stay with what we know. Because the familiar is what feels safest. So maybe you're listening and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is exactly who I am. Aaliyah, I am the same way. And to me, praise is like sprinkles on a vanilla donut. They belong and we want as many of them as possible. And maybe if you were on the other side of the fence, then hopefully we have been able to enlighten you a little bit about the importance of praise in the studio. It's not just the sunshine and roses. It's not that students these days require more encouragement to do well. It's that now we have a deeper understanding of our biological need to feel successful and supported in order to continue making progress as learners. So I want to thank you all for listening. I want to remind you that you are amazing. And I want you to tell yourself that you are amazing. And I want you to be specific about why you are amazing. Now, I can tell you that you're amazing because if you keep listening to this podcast, I know that you are someone who loves to learn and continuous lifelong learners are going to change the world. So thank you so much. Now go make some music mindfully. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Music Mindfully podcast. Did you have an aha moment? Did something really resonate with you? Be sure to let me know. Screenshot this episode, share it on social media, and don't forget to tag me at Music Mindfully. I would also love to chat with you, so feel free to hop on into my DMs. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode of the Music Mindfully podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss out. Until then, go make music mindfully.